Hi, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Pass of the Pros. Uh, for those of you just tuning in, this is a podcast series where I sit down with some of the most talented and successful execs in sports entertainment. We learn about their journey so far, path to success uh, in one of the toughest sectors in the world, uh, as well as career-related industry topics. Uh, today, I'm sat with uh, Hamza Tarani, the Chief Technology and Digital Officer over at Maple Leaf Sports and Entertainment. Hamza, thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me, Samir. Of course. Uh, and just to set the tone here, guys, um, we are sat with one of the leaders in tech and sports. So this is someone who has driven innovation, uh, someone who's led from the front with regards to how sports develops across the industry from a tech standpoint, um, and a business like MLSE that has been recognized uh, across the industry as being a leader in, in, in this world. So just wanted to set the tone for those of you that are listening in, thinking, right, what are we getting into here? Uh, I'm excited and, and I'm confident this one's going to be a good one. So like I said, thanks again for, for joining us. And I guess to, to get tucked into things. So question I always like to, to kick these things off with. Um, if you can take us back to, you know, how you broke into the industry uh, from a sports uh, perspective. Um, I know this, you've not had the most, um, I guess, direct um, path into the industry as, as most people do when they start off at an earlier age, but would love to would love to hear how you broke in. Yeah, I I, uh, I actually just celebrated my my fifth year anniversary. Um, Congrats at MLSC! So I guess I'm into my uh, into my sixth uh, into my sixth year, uh, headed into my sixth year. Uh, it, it was actually not a planned, uh, structured way into sports for me. Prior to MLSE, I was leading a, a digital company inside Compass Group North America, which is um, one of the, Compass Group uh, PLC is one of the largest. Um, hospitality uh, services um, in in the food sector, and um, it's about a thirty billion thirty billion dollar company, approximately. And uh, the North American division was seventeen or eighteen billion when I was there, and um, that was really a company that I built inside one of the largest uh, hospitality companies around technology and innovation and how we could use that across multiple businesses. Uh, to drive the experience for millions of people, which were which were customers of Compass, and you know, built out an organization there called um, Compass Digital Labs, and ultimately Compass Digital Labs grew to become um, a, a wholly owned subsidiary of Compass Group, and um, I became CEO of that company along the along the journey, and so really started that organization from nothing, about five or six people, I think, when I first joined um to uh 250 people in two countries for compass Group. Oh, wow. and uh and it became a big engine for sales as well because what we would do is we would build technology platforms and it was around mobile payment and pre-order prepay and analytics and data and you know figuring out what people were ordering and buying and consumer behavior and insights so we had the opportunity to really build out this hospitality technology platform stack around mobile um you know it's probably uh going back uh, about 10 years now and that was before the ubiquity of like all of these things now you know you go to starbucks and you pre-order you prepay and you're done and it's normal um so i, I was in that sector and uh you know i think being a ceo in in building this venture for a very large company and a multinational organization was such a great place for me to be um, i had built a really great diverse team and then uh you know along the way the phone rings and uh from a recruiter and it was somebody representing maple Leaf sports and entertainment and the 
conversation was, you know, we, we, um, you know, we're familiar with what you've done at Compass and we want to do something very similar at Maple Leaf Sports. Um, we don't have a, uh, an organized digital presence and we want to really be a leader in digital and not only help to drive revenue in the business and fan experience, but also how do we differentiate? How we how do we innovate from a sports perspective as well? And you know, for me, I was in my previous role working in that in this multinational organization, largely focused on the U.S. I was traveling around everywhere, and like I was on planes and trains, and managing a huge team here in, in Toronto. And uh, I grew up here. I was born in the U.K. My family came here to Toronto when I was three, and I grew up watching basketball. And I grew up, in fact, playing basketball and watching basketball. And, uh, you know, that phone call to me was uh, just an amazing opportunity to influence sports and, and help to and try to see what I, what I might be able to do in sports. Uh, and that was such a, such an exciting proposition, you know, to be able to do that. So sharp right turn after lots of thinking, uh, in doing, in doing what I'm doing now. Uh, I decided to go from CEO to chief technology and digital officer, which is unusual because once you're at CEO, you probably stay at CEO. But to me, it was less about the role. It was more about the opportunity. This, this venture that MLSE was about to light up internally was, had never been done in sports. Yeah. And that really energizes me, you know, doing things that have not been done and figuring out new ways to, to innovate. And I also wanted to prove to myself that I could build it again. Yeah. Um, in terms of the, the 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 venture that I had built at, at Compass, so so that's how how it worked, and uh, you know, five years later, here we are. We've done a bunch of incredible things with an incredible team. Yeah, and just talk to us about that. Uh, I guess that you know, you just said you celebrate your five year anniversary. Talk to us about where the business was when you joined in what 2018, and um, to, to where it is today, and some of the kind of key achievements that that you've built over there. Yeah, we had a really great technical team when I joined, a, a really strong, you know, venue tech, IT um, group that was doing incredible things. We had small pockets of digital, um, but they were quite dispersed around different different places in the business and not really um, operating under one strategy. So, you know, five years ago, it was really about building base capabilities. And I think in that first year, it was really about how do we get the team together? How do we figure out, you know, all the right roles in all the right places? And I also renamed the the IT, you know, at that time it was the IT organization, but you know, it was we I rebranded it to um, MLSE Digital Labs, you know, very similar to the organization I had built before. And the rationale around that was there's so many aspects of digital and technology inside Maple Leaf Sports and Entertainment. Um, being a multi-venue, multi-team. Uh, organization, one of the few in, in North America at our scale, um, the person plugging in the IT network cable is as important as the person developing the UX and UI for a mobile app. And it was really a cultural element because I, I didn't want there to be an IT group and a venue technology group and then to be this other group over here that's doing digital, right? That was like, had their name in lights. And it was a way for us to bring the group together. And it was it was a way for us to drive culture and I had great support from, you know, not only our ownership group, but also our, our executive leadership team and the rest of my peers that, you know, really uh, were, were doubled down on, on my strategy. And, and it, was a, it was a great um, change, I think, for the organization. You know, and from there, we started to build out capabilities, um, design, development, data science, uh, vertical that works with our teams on sport tech performance from a digital standpoint, analytics 
um, and a whole host of other things. And then on the business side of things, in the first couple of years, it was really about um, myself and our group helping to drive our business strategy. <clears throat> and it was yeah. about helping to build our business strategy across all of our groups. And we really did it collaboratively. And so we had, we didn't really have a technology strategy. We had this business strategy and then we had technology enabler, enablers built in throughout the entire entirety of the strategy. And so that was the first couple of years. You know, I think it was about getting the basics right, yeah. um, about really being excellent at, at what we do, and then really starting to build some some incredible experiences as we went. Nice. And look, you've gone from that to, I guess, in, in the seat that I'm sat and obviously speak to a lot of people across the industry, um, a lot of technology leaders across the industry. And on various occasions, MLSE have come up as, you know, one of the leaders in in, in, in tech innovation and tech implementation across the industry. Um, the uh, We've had a few conversations with folks over at the NHL and, you know, you're very much trusted as a uh, a partner with those guys and almost considered as a, a center of excellence for the NHL and um, you know from the conversations that we've had um wh- what is it that I guess you guys or that you think that you guys are doing differently in comparison to some other businesses that you think have led you to to become one of the leaders across the industry well one I think is is our culture and I think it's our people um you know I've been I've been privileged and and, and lucky to build a really great team and and I think for me as a leader, you know, my job is to have the right strategy alignment within the organization, align my organization and people to those goals, and then really find really smart, intelligent, talented people, and then get out of the way. And that's kind of the strategy, um, because that's what you know that's what leadership is about. It's about enabling others. It's about uh, helping others become the best version of themselves and, and supporting them along the way. And when you do that, you do achieve, whether it's as a CEO in my previous role or as a chief technology and digital officer, you know, the, my role was the first one ever created in, in the history of Maple Leaf Sports and Entertainment. There wasn't a, a, a chief technology and digital officer, let alone that voice on the executive committee. Yeah. So I think that was a, you know, th- that was a big deal. But I think the bigger part of it is consistent delivery of those teams. And I think that's what has been our unlocker. Um, one of the other things that we really focusing on focus on with our people is really to be great at the at the roles that they're in right the the job that you're doing it's important that you you become a professional and a and a pro in that job as we yeah. talk about path to the pros yeah um you have to be a pro in what you do and you have to do it consistently and once you nail that then you earn the opportunity to do other things uh, and we have, we also have um, some other sort of principles we follow around this 80-20 rule where 80% of your time should be spent on doing your job and doing your job really, really, really well. You need to crush your job. You need to be an excellent person doing your job with results. And then really 20%, as you get to that level of excellence, 20% then starts to get unlocked on new things, on innovation, whether you're on the help desk or whether you're in a development group or an R&D group or working with our teams that's when you get the ability to do those things. And, yeah. you know, once people sort of master that, we really start to get incredible, great ideas coming out. We're able to execute them and we build and we build and we build And over two or three or four years. You look back and you see all these wonderful examples, but it's a build. It's a slow build. Um, it doesn't happen overnight. Make a lot of mistakes. You got to fix things. Uh, you got to give people the opportunity to also fail, learn and grow as we all do. Uh, oh. And it is definitely a, a big journey. 
Sounds like you've obviously built uh, an incredible team there. You're obviously a great leader in in you know having built teams over the course of your career and building that internal culture. I think is, is essential for for any team, right? Not just technology, but for any team. If you get that culture right and you nail that part down, then you know really you can go out and achieve anything. I guess taking things outside of the the internal structures and and the internal culture that you've built, but looking at things from a fan perspective. How have the, uh, I guess, developments from a tech standpoint within Maple Leaf, um, you know, supported and enhanced that overall fan experience uh, for those that are, you know, attending the, whether it be basketball, hockey, or, yeah. or even the esports world that you guys were also involved in? Yeah, we. When I look back five years ago, you know, we had um, our, our mobile apps were not really used by fans to a, de- a great degree. You know, uh, we probably at this point, you know, ten x our number. Uh, you know, we are in the millions of, uh, of fans on our apps now. And, and so when we look at, um, the usage of mobile, we rebuilt our mobile apps really early into my journey. And we decided that we were going to make it all about utility and it was going to be about how to get a better experience. It wasn't going to be about like the glitzy thing that you would pop into the app to do. So here's some of the things we did. Um, we added food and beverage capability. We added mobile payment capability very early. And so now, you know, the advantages would be that you'd be able to, uh, as an example, pre-order and, and get your food delivered to your seat so you have more time to watch the game. Right. Um, you could do the same thing with merchandise. You could go pick up your order. Uh, and this this is now a few years ago as we started. Uh, we also provided this great uh, offer platform to our partners where our partners could could actually build the right campaigns to be able to have unique opportunities, whether it was for fans winning prizes or, you know, the chance to win a trip or other other competitions that were happening. And so it started this groundswell of people being interested in the app. And obviously, our stats, our metrics, the scores, the breakdown of the game, the content that went on inside the app and our collaboration with our marketing team, we highly focused on all of those things from a utility standpoint. And then slowly as we progressed, we added in uh, sensor capability. So understanding lineups that were you know, around the arena, so you could skip certain times of getting food or, or drink or beverage, or uh, you know, even things like a washroom break. You know, that's kind of trivial, but you want to, you don't want to be gone out of your seat to, yeah. to get your food or drink or other things and and miss the game. Back in 2020, we then uh, launched um, our apps as the only mechanism to get into this to the arena, and so we went full digital ticket, and it was a big leap of faith for the organization. I think there was a lot of stressed out people that you know. One, is it going to work? Two, uh, what about all the people that that didn't want to necessarily do it? And, uh, you know, the pandemic kind of accelerated that th- that for us. But, yeah. you know, to uh, to the point we're in now, we've had over 3 million fans across all of our venues since 2020, wow. north of 3 million people that have come in uh, using digital tickets. Uh, also in our concert business, um, soccer, hockey, uh, obviously Toronto FC, Toronto Raptors, and uh, Toronto Maple Leafs. And now, as we move forward, we built capabilities around a digital arena capability. So you can come into a digital arena inside our apps and speak with our fans and speak with some alumni and get these really cool experiences. Uh, you can get some some video-related content that's really exciting. And we're excited to bring actually additional capabilities around things like mixed reality and augmented reality and wow. sensor data coming off of the ice and the court. So it really has been... Um, a platform for us to grow into around making your sports experience better 
regardless of whether you're in the arena or if you're at home or if you're across the world. And and that's the way we've looked at it. We haven't looked at it as an app strategy. We've we've looked at it as a sports strategy around an NBA team, an NHL team, a major league soccer team, and even a CFL in our live business, you know, have uh, have complementary apps. Nice. And I guess that having that switch going from, you know, traditional ticketing to, to, to the digital world has more than one benefit, right? Just from a, okay, ease of use or ease of access perspective. But is that then helps you guys, I guess, from a, when you look at things like loyalty um, and look at things like, I guess, buyer habits or fan habits, is that then help to improve, I guess, that overall fan experience? And I guess, are there any plans further down the line that you may be able to share um, that, that, you know, fans can think about and get excited about moving forwards? Yeah, we have, you know, I think from as our fans and our members use the mobile capability, we've got an entire member section that we built. So, you know, the member section, if you're a season seat holder, the member section in our app now knows, you know, it's Samir and the games that you go to and, you know, your preferences, these are all opt-in, by the way, you opt into these services um, and you provide this information if, if, if you would like that personalized experience. But you know, that is all uh, personalized capability now inside the app. And so you're able to see more of what you want and less of maybe what you don't want, along with your tickets and your access cards into various facilities inside the uh, in, in premium spaces inside the arena. So you, you've got all of these capabilities now that I think are really helping to make the your phone and your digital device an assistant for you, you know, as you're as you're in the arena that helps you do more of what you want to do as you're attending our live games. Sounds sounds like an exciting time uh, for the business, and I, I guess looking forwards. Uh, last question I'll leave you with there, Hamza, is from a I guess tech is always innovating, tech is always changing, tech is always improving. Um, what future tech trends I guess do you see having a a significant impact across the sports industry, and and I guess how are you guys at Maple Leaf, um, you know, preparing to to adapt to them? We built a really great innovation program uh, with one of the largest tech companies in the world with AWS. And we built that partnership about two years ago. Um, part of us, um, part of our partnership relationship with Amazon Web Services was us creating a joint sports, sport tech innovation program called SportsX. And um, for anybody listening who wants to check it out, you can go to sportsx.io and you'll see this program that we've developed. And the program is basically a, a, a set of um, principles that guide us towards creating innovative products and solutions around the business of sports, the fan experience, and around competition. And the idea is between one of the largest tech companies in the world and one of the largest sports and entertainment organizations in the world, and then one of the largest, most meaningful digital organizations in pro sports as part of MLSE, we have the ability to create products and services and think of ideas that haven't been done before. And I'll give you a couple of examples of what we built in the past. Um, you know, on trend probably right now with with augmented reality and and uh, what, what's happening with the Apple headset coming out. But in a set of uh, Nreal glasses, which is now called Xreal, actually, you can now uh, put a, a set of glasses on and experience an NHL game and see the streaming data coming off of the ice directly in your purview as you watch the game, no phone, no second screen. So as you're watching our, one of our games, uh, we did this demo last year and we'll be bringing this to, to market in the next uh, ne next period of time. As an experience, you actually see uh, all the stats for the players. You see the players' names. You see all the, all the interesting stats you might be interested in, like the time and possession or 
face-off wins, the speed of the player. So if you're a casual fan, you know, you're learning about the game, right? We want you to learn about games so you become a fan. And if you're an advanced user, you can actually see all of these really interesting insights, um, you know, similar to, I think, what what uh, what they've done with Formula One, um, where you're getting all these really interesting insights. We've done that uh, from an NHL perspective in partnership with the NHL as well as AWS. On the basketball side, we've built uh, a platform called Immersive Basketball Experience. And very similar, it uses uh, biomechanical data that's now being provided by the NBA and also uh, some computer vision. And we're able to superimpose uh, a real life life NBA game on any surface. So what we did is we took the platform stack into the Raptors practice facility and we scale up the technology inside the glasses that kind of look like a normal set of glasses actually. And you can now run up and down the court in, in real time with the NBA game that's happening. So imagine, imagine an NBA game happening, and imagine you running on the court, running up and down with the players. That's exactly. Not, not what sure it I'm going to catch up to them, but I'll, I'll give it a go. <laughs> <laughs> so, so the, the couple. There are some examples, right? As a fan, imagine now being part of a game that's happening, but you're on the court watching. Um, as a as a as a basketball player, imagine in the future being trained on performance with the coach that's telling you. Look at how you how you jumped for that shot in the position you were in. That wasn't optimal. And you're actually able to look at yourself in a 3D space and see what that person is talking about. Um, or my favorite one is imagine projecting this and superimposing it onto your coffee table and watching it in, in a 3D space, you know, oh, from, right. from a game perspective. So these are some of the things that we're working on and and I think the, some of them are really exciting. And then there's other more rudimentary ones, um, you know, that I would say we're, we're working in partnership around. We're bringing a, a Kent, one of Canada's first just walkouts into Scotiabank Arena uh, as part of the season. Should be able to, you know, walk in, literally tap your credit card and walk out within seven to 15 seconds, probably, and get back to your seat. So our ideas are always around um, utility, uh, experience for our fans and for our partners, and for making our business better, right? Yeah. I think sports yeah. needs to continue to innovate and do new things, and it'll be and it'll make sports better from a how you get in to the experience to watching internally inside a sitting in an arena, or if you're watching globally somewhere else, you know, as we've got multitudes of fans that don't sit in our in our building or in our arena or in our city even sometimes. So, so that's some of our excitement and uh, you know some of where we came from and also what we've achieved, but I think there's so much more to do and the sports world is, uh, is really transforming, uh, five years into this industry, it's continuing to transform at a rapid pace. And, you know, there's, there's tons of opportunities for all sports teams, all sports organizations, you know, to be more fan centric, tailored to the fan, tailored to the, to the competition and, uh, just lots of really exciting things ahead. There you go, guys. Insight, information, and everything that you need to know from one of the leaders across the industry. Hamza, thank you so much. Uh, it's been a pleasure having you on. Um, for anyone that's interested in, you. in, you know, whether it be connected with Hamza or, you know, if you're a tech or a digital person, I should say, um, thinking about opportunities and wanting to break into the industry, um, you know, feel free to check out Maple Leaf Sports Entertainment. They've got a robust careers page uh, with a lot of opportunities on there for those looking to to get in. And um, I'm sure Hamza's happy to to connect with those um, that express an interest as well. So 
Thank you again. Uh, thanks to all those who listened. Um, and yeah, looking forward to staying connected with you, Hamza, and seeing what, what happens next with MLSE. Thanks, Samir. Appreciate the opportunity.